Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Chassidus in the morning, 15 minutes to change your life. And as a Chana Fitzrat, Pasal Gani. We're going to finish the, the first part today. And hopefully we gained a lot so far. Okay, so we're discussing the last few classes at Pasal Gani. That in the beginning Hashem was in this world, and the revelation of Elikus was very tangible, very felt, very clear. We were in a good state of a relationship with God, so to speak. And then the Averis came and got rid of got rid of that sensitivity, that feeling. God didn't feel comfortable anymore. And then Tadikin came, brought it back down, and then that reenacts itself over here. And we are the seventh, and our job is to bring it back down here and bring Mashiach meaning have that sensitivity for Elikus, feeling Elikus, that it should be very tangible. And how do we do that? By making a Mishkan, a Mikdash, we should make for ourselves a sanctuary and should dwell within them. Hashem wants to dwell within all of us. How, does he do, how, do we make, how do we make ourselves into a Mishkan? To clean ourselves up. What does it mean to clean ourselves up? We do that Veda. What he explains over here, the Veda of Iskaf and Ishabcha. Through transforming your nature. What needs to be clean is not your Torah Mitzvahs, but it's the opportunities, the, the time the time that you have, that is things that you do that are kosher or permissible, but not necessarily for the right reasons. And working on making sure to do this for the right reasons and working on ourselves. What do we achieve? So we went into a discussion and difference between um, the two types of, of godliness that express itself in the world. One of them is the cervical almond, one of them the malachal almond. The malachal almond is, is a light that is tailored it's like a teacher teaching, tailoring his teaching to the student. That he looks at the student, he realizes how much the student can understand, and that's how much he gives. That's Mamalika Almin. That's what God does. He looks at the worlds. You have the world of Atzilus, where you can receive a lot more, like we discussed. And you have our physical world, because you have a lot, lot less. So he teaches us, gives us a lot less, what we can handle. Whereas the light of Savior Kalman is like the teacher teaching the way the teacher understands it. He doesn't tailor it, condense it, refine it summarize it so you can understand it as you understand it, it's much greater much more powerful but on the other hand you just couldn't receive as much but what we're saying is that through that void of iskaf and itapla through having that self-control and working on ourselves and 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 just making the choices that will let our kiss play a part and nefesha and nefesha bahamas or the clipper will be subdued because that that level of alikus, the higher level, the one that's not even tailored, what Attilus receives or we receive is the same, which is, which is a phenomenal type of light. It's way above and beyond anything we can even understand. That's what we're achieving. So when we come, we sit there and say to ourselves, I'm going to spend the next five minutes not doing the wrong thing, or which is a better example, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn off my phone before I daven, or I'm going to make sure to say brachis before I eat something, or I'm going to wash my hands in the morning, even though I don't normally do, anything like that, what you've just achieved is you've caused a level of godliness that is way above and beyond the grasp of any of the worlds to come down here. And that makes our place a lot closer to godliness. And you are a place that God feels more comfortable, so ultimately you'll be able to feel godliness. Finishing off page six. Um, we'll go from the top. But there's another kind of lie, lie that is oblivious to the particular limitations of the various realms. Transcending them all, it illumin, illuminates, illuminates 
them equally. And this kind of light is called Sirkal, what you're talking about. Literally, that which encompasses all the worlds. When the light, when the above mentioned quotation spoke of the glory of the God rising and being diffused throughout all the worlds. So when it says in the Pasuk that we says that through the Iskaf and Ishabcha, that throughout all worlds, what does it mean? Speaking of this kind of light, which absorbed by all worlds equally. Now, we would love it if any light that's above us in the level of Mamalakal Almin, the light that's tailored, if the light that was tailored to the world above us, Yitzira, would come down to our world, would be amazing. But we're saying, and, and even more so, and that's light coming into here. We're saying, it's, it's, we're bringing down a light way above all these things. It's a light of a lot of cervical almond, which is an amazing accomplishment that we've accomplished. And that's why I was telling you, I was talking about yesterday. We have to recognize in our days, this battles and realize that these decisions we can make and the effects that we can have. Of this light, it is, if this light is to be elicited and drawn into the old world, man must labor at his task of Ibrahim, sifting and refining materiality by subordinating, transforming his physical nature. But in order for that to happen, he's saying, we have to work on refining, sifting, meaning, meaning in simple, and, and this is sort of, I think, the, one of the take-home messages, which has happened to me when I started to understand Chassidus was with this Maimon. Why? Because I started to realize when there was my Nefesh Baham is talking, when my Nefesh Lakis is talking. And, and this is sort of, uh, uh, I, put a, I put a challenge to everyone to try to figure that out. Try to learn and, and be able to come and come back here, or you can speak to some of your friends or us, whatever, and say, I know when Nefesh Baham is talking. I know when Nefesh is talking. And, and throughout the day, be able to recognize it. Because once you do that, so then you can start having this Kafia and having the, you have to know when it when it's talking to know when to do it. This is what is meant by the above statement from the Zayar when the Sitrach is subdued, i.e., when by laboring at his divine service, a Jew subjugates in the forces of unholiness and darkness, and darkness is transformed to light. So that means that when we recognize what it is and we make the decision to not follow that and to refine and say, no, we shouldn't be doing this, it's not a good idea for us, what we really should be doing. Is, is learning something or being nicer to someone or not saying Lashon Hara or going to bed on time or making a better choice or eating healthier or doing exercise or learning more. And everyone you know, can fit in whatever they have because what we do desire is not those things. We desire to sit down and sleep in, go to bed late, sleep in late and rush to davening, eat junk food and watch whatever we want to watch and it, you know, and do all these things that are totally negative or not to exercise and things like this. So we, so when we recognize that and we, we transform that into light and we do the right thing, then ensuring light is superior. And not just you do the right thing, you not just, you should never say this, oh, finally did the right thing. It's totally false. He's saying this light that you've accomplished is way superior because it issues from the darkness, because of the fact that before you weren't doing the right thing and you weren't making the right choice, and you were going to bed late for the whole six months. And then the next, and then one day you say, you know what? I realize this Nash Baham is talking. I want to do this I want to connect to my Nash kiss. I want to, I want to break this, this clipper. I'm going to go to bed on time. Ah, I didn't go to bed for the last six months on time. It's irrelevant. Ah, the last six months I didn't eat. I didn't do exercise. I didn't daven. I didn't do whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Today I'm going to do it. And when we do that, not just... We do it not just because this level of cervical energy brought down, 
but we, it's not. It's even greater because it's coming from that doctor. It's coming from that previous six months. So it's an even greater. We should feel even better. Not that we should make six months worth of stuff so you can have this good darkness out of light out of darkness. But the fact of the matter is, there's enough things in our lives that has been going on for long enough that when we make that choice and we do it, it's superior because it's coming from that darkness. When darkness itself is thus transformed into light, so this light is superior in that it illum its illumination is manifest even in the physical world below. It is drawn equally into all worlds. And your cause and the circle of which you brought down to this world it comes equal into all worlds, into the world, not just the world, the world in, in the sense that it's a world and a place that is darkness because until now you weren't doing the right thing. Well, you're making the right choice. So now you bring it into that area. Whereas let's say a tzaddik, it doesn't do this type of work so much, really. So, so it's not dark. So there's no light coming into the darkness. In these terms, we can understand the above quoted statement of the Zayar and the Sitrach is subdued. The glory of God rises thereby and is diffused throughout all the worlds. That's what it means that, that, that through the Sitrach being subdued, the glory of God rises and diffused in all worlds equally. This refers to the transcendent level of light, which is called Sevakalamin, whose diffusion is equally encompasses all the worlds below, below and above, which is the save of light that it gives to Atsilus, which we talked about before. Atsilus is like a world, but it's totally elicus, whereas our world is totally concealed from elicus. And both of those worlds, our world and Atsilus, are receiving the same. This also explained, this as explained above, it's what is meant by the verse, and you should make me sanctuary and I should dwell within them. So that's what it means within each every individual Jew through his labors in the divine service of subjugating his physical nature and transmuting darkness into light. In this way, the resultant light is enhanced and the glory of the God rises and is diffused throughout all the worlds for the transcendent light of cervical almond is thereby revealed. And through doing this would bring down a level of cervical almond and this is what it means. We want to make a place where God can come and dwell. It's through having a scarf in his hapchah working on ourselves, recognizing where we need to, to, to stop doing what we shouldn't be doing or where we need to be doing things that we're not doing and working on these things and recognizing it. And like we talked about before, the challenge to recognize who's talking. When you recognize it and you understand it, and that's what happened to me when I learned this Mima, and like after many years of learning the Mima, it, it hit me at one point. When I recognized that, it, it was like, wow, because the next we're going to discuss how to deal with this and how to work on it. But the trick is to understand when, who's talking when. Let's, okay, summary. The essence of the Shekhinah was apparent in the lower worlds. In the beginning, before any hate, we could feel the curses right here. It was very tangible. The chapter explains that the ultimate purpose of the world's creation is God's desire for a dwelling place in the lower realms. And that's how Hashem wanted it to be. He wanted to be here. He wanted to live, so to speak, live in a house, feel comfortable. Imagine having a guest over, a very hush of a guest. And that's how, that's how it was meant to be. But what happened? We made mistakes. And then, and then it went away. The, this terrestrial abode is constructed through man's divine services. How to bring it back? Through our Veda, through us. Yeah, it's very interesting that we, who, he said, he said, who am I? There's 7 billion people in the world and it's me. But, but the Rabbi Friedrich is saying, yeah, you. Your job is to bring Hashem back down into the world with 7 billion people. How? Funnily enough, by making sure to go to bed on time for the right reasons and, and recognize that when the Yenefesh Muhammad is talking and say, is this for the benefit of me or is this coming from my from <coughs> clip on? Is this is getting life to clip on. 
And if it is, I don't want to do that. I want to be connected. I want to make God feel comfortable in my house. When you do that, you cause a light that's way above anything we can ever imagine to be brought down to this world and affect the whole world. The whole 7 billion people is being affected by you making that right choice, washing Nagavasa, saying Maidani, saying Brachas, not eating the seven layer cake. Unless you convince yourself to come to learn Chassidus to eating a seven layer cake, and then you should eat it. This terrestrial abode is constructed in man's divine service, subduing and transforming his physical nature. In this manner, he, he causes the transcendent light of cervical almond, which illuminates all worlds equally to be revealed. And that's what he's, and so that's what we're saying. It's beautiful. So we're going to discuss more about what does it mean to refine ourselves and how do I refine ourselves and things like this in the next chapter, Parak Base, starting on page eight tomorrow. Thank you very much for joining.